0: Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Friday, 3rd March, 2023. Our bit today comes from Mark chapter 5, verse 34, which says, And he, that's Jesus, said unto her, Daughter, thy fate hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague or affliction. At long last, it's Friday, friends, the end of our woke week, and a lot of voices have this morning chorused TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. But I wonder if many of them in the greater Toronto area will be mouthing that platitude this evening on their commute home. Why, you ask? Because another big st- snowstorm is scheduled to begin around the time of the drive home. Now, can you imagine the bell ringing for the end of the day's work and all those workers hustling to exit their daytime slave quarters for a two-day break, only to be met by a tantrum of snow blowing dangerously in a blustering wind? Wow, yes, it will produce chaos, But let's hope we use common sense and caution with prayer and thanksgiving as we fight our way home this Friday evening. Yes, Lord, I pray that those of us caught in the storm this evening will raise the level of their faith or simply show their faith and turn to you and sincerely ask you to safely guide them home because you are the only one with the awesome wisdom Knowledge and power to do it. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Our friends, the evening hours will prove a testing ground for both the faith, that's the F A T E, and faith, F A I T H, of many, because plowing through the deep, heavy snow, oftentimes with poor visibility, always requires a new leap of faith, regardless of how strong. Our fate already is. I can personally attest to that since I got caught in a terrible one last year. I got stuck in the snow three times on my way home. Yes, once on the highway, and that took me about 15 minutes to extricate myself from the snowbank. Then about a half mile from home, that one needed a tow truck to get me out and the final one right in my own driveway. (laughs) Uh, I can laugh now, but that Monday morning was indeed a day from hell. And since we are talking about faith and Jesus today, there is no better time than right now to discuss, discuss this awesome showing of faith in that terrible storm that almost destroyed their boat when crossing the Sea of Galilee. Yes, friends, this time, one day while Jesus and his disciples were on the sea, the Gospel of Mark tells us, And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full, that means already filling with water. And he, Jesus, was in the hinder part, or the stern of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him, and say unto him, Master. Carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this? Who can this be? that even the wind and the sea obey him. And that comes from Mark 4, 37 to 41. Yes, my faithful brethren, the wind and the sea obeyed Jesus because he was the one who created them in the first place. And you know what? We always tend to denigrate the disciples' level of faith, thinking that because they had seen Jesus perform all sorts of miracles, They ought to have been less fearful. But friends, let's remember that they were mostly young men. And most of them most likely couldn't swim. And I'm chuckling here now because I also know about the perilous trials of storms on the water. Brother, have I ever lived a full, interesting, sometimes dangerous, but certainly blessed life? Yes, friends, I have. And I experienced that storm out on Lake Ontario many years ago in a small boat when I wasn't as God-fearing as I am now with some drunken friends who were even less God-fearing than me. But they were so scared that they ended up praying too. But for whatever reason, the Lord pulled us out. He pulled us through it. And believe me, he most certainly did. Nothing or no one else could have pulled us through that monumental storm. In hindsight, I guess he knew that if he allowed us to go under, I wouldn't be around to fulfill his plan of writing the bit. <laughs> uh, who knows, friends, who knows? But what's amusing, though, is that I used to see Lake Ontario kicking up on the shore and figured it was just a joke, like, ah, child, nothing nothing like the ocean that I was accustomed to, and wondered how so many ships could be sunk in those waters. But that night, that fateful night, I found out how it could happen. And strangely enough, one of my most significant takes from that experience is actually experiencing what they call the shivering of the timbers. Yes, I'd often read those words in stories of the sea, but until that fateful night, never really knew what it meant. <laughs> uh, but take it from me, friends. Please hope to never experience it in real life. For when that little boat climbed the 15 or 20-foot waves on the lake, then plunged down into the trough on the other side, oh, <laughs> the timbers of the boat did shiver like a fevered man. And so did we inside it. And now, because I know what it's like to be caught on the water in a terrible storm, I don't denigrate the disciples' faith as much as some people do. That brings us to the story of Jairus, the synagogue leader who came to Jesus to save his dying daughter. But while going with him to his home, this woman who had an issue of blood that's a blood flow, for 12 years, but could find no relief through physicians or other treatments, heard that Jesus was passing through and decided to go and see him. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And that comes from Mark five twenty-eight. So she pushed through the crowd and touched the hem of his shawl and straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the plague or affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue, that power had gone out of him, turned him about in the press or the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? And the disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy fate had made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague or affliction. And that's taken from Mark 5, 29 to 34. Oh, my fellow saints, that's the kind of faith we need to have in these turbulent and disastrous times. Faith that causes us to push through whatever comes against us to reach to Jesus. But you know what? It all begins with prayer. So as one strong and sincere voice, let's offer up. Our Friday chant in faithful communication with heaven. Mm. Yes. Oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough. What with all the confusion and anxiety caused by the pandemic and our many other serious problems. We can't fix them on our own, Lord. So we desperately need your help. O Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat the simmering unrest in our land. So Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm the wise guidance to handle the situation properly without further serious setbacks. And please help those of us who must go out to work amidst all the confusion to be responsible and to stay safe. And Lord, we fervently pray that you will use this situation to return backsliders to your fold, show them the error of their ways. And please please introduce a new flock of believers who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set. Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic, the bubbling discontent and dissatisfaction in our land as a means of restoring faith in you so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee. Yes, friends, we need to wake up and smell it sweet and strong. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, my people, it's time to action our faith, to let it come to the forefront and do the things we've promised. Much love. And the postscript for today says, one can only have faith when one first believes. Yes, friends, you could only have faith in something when you believe in something. So let's hope that we all believe in Jesus and that we'll go out and live for him. And by the way, we have another PS here that says, please forgive the bit for being somewhat late and long. But I believe it certainly makes up for those shortcomings. Yes, friends, I believe it does. So let's go out there today, raise up our faith, live for Jesus, and show the world that we are really true believers so that others could come to him, see us, not only our talk, but our walk in action, and come to know Jesus and love him like we do. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.